welcome to this inspiring message brought to you by Kingsword Media Outreach, a part of Kingsword Ministries International. We hope this teaching inspires you and transforms you into all that God has destined you to be. Please stay tuned for more information about Kingsword Ministries International following this message. May God bless you as you listen. Come on, you can do better than that. Glory to God. Before you have your seat, can you welcome someone and wish them a happy Father's Day in the house? Come on, just do that. Celebrate them. Say happy Father's Day. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Happy Father's Day. May all the fathers please stand and all the Father Figo Please stand. Church, please, can you help me celebrate? Put your hands together and celebrate every father, every father figure in the house. Come on, celebrate them. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You may have your seat in God's presence. Hallelujah. Happy, happy, happy Father's Day to every one of us. We give God praise and glory. Hallelujah. How's the service been so far? All the fathers in the house, all the, all the women in the house, did they represent? Are you going to give them from a, a scale of 1 to 10? What are you going to give them? Seven. Seven. You are the one talking. I want the women to talk. But Tibe, what are you going to give them? Two and a half. Six and a half. Wow. Damilola. Eight. She's generous. No, don't be blackmailed. Don't worry. Don't worry. I know a delegate. But what are you going to give them? They should manage seven. Okay. Glory to God. Quarter plate for her. Hallelujah. We celebrate every father in the house and every father figo. Um, it's good to say. I think Father's Day is celebrated just once a year, right? Mothers, they have like every month. Sorry? Twice in some months, right? So we've been cheated. Every night, but okay, that's good. Glory to God. I want to speak from my heart this morning, and um, I trust God for utterance to communicate the essence of what He would um, have us talk about. I, I, I've had um, the weight of a burden of leadership and burden of quite a number of things on my heart the past couple of days and couple of weeks so today I decided I was going to see one of my mentors um, so I, I was there today I left him about 6.30am and um, just listening to him talk to me and share some th- thoughts with me and things like that 
I realized that strong men do cry and it's not a sign of weakness it's not a sign of weakness it's not a sign of weakness there is a man that god created god created a man and the reason god created that man somehow we have forgotten who that man is somehow we have missed out the essence and what that man carries so society paints masculinity as fierce as one that does not cry as one that is macho macho is not necessarily the definition of manhood because I have six packs or 15 or one pack or no pack at all doesn't make me a man there are futures to what makes you a man and a woman but then there is an essence that makes you a man the fact that I don't think I'm a man or I feel like I'm, I'm a woman trapped in a man's body does not make me a man so society in its twisted state is celebrating people who because they feel feminism and they are male gender they can express that feminism because they feel like it that I dress like a woman and I'm a man does not make me a woman or I dress like a man and I'm a woman does not make me a man so you may change the clothes and change the look and change the voice the baritone and change every other thing but what makes you a man is inherent more than it's on the outside so there is this man that God himself created who is that man so when you lose the identity of who you are as a man you lose the identity of your essence at the end of the day. Because you'll be looking for yourself where you are not. Where you are not. So there is a man that God created. In Genesis chapter 2 and verse 15. It says, Then the Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to tend and keep it. And the Lord God commanded the man saying For every tree of the garden you may freely eat but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat. For in the day that you eat of it you shall surely die. Let me read you the message translation. So God took the man and set him down in the garden of Eden to walk the ground and to keep it in order. To keep it in order. 
So the man that God created is a nurturer. Is a nurturer, is a protector, is a provider. The man that God created is one that nurtures, the one that protects, and the one that provides. And then God commanded the man, you can eat from every from any tree in the garden except from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Do not eat from it. The moment you eat from that tree, you are dead. So I asked myself the question. When Satan came to tempt Eve, what was wrong? The man was not there. A lot of people, you know, people blame Eve. Why would you eat if I get to heaven? You are Eve. I will sit you down and ask you, cost us in all this trouble. And they'll blame the woman. Ha! If not that Eve ate the fruit, we would not have been where we are right now. But when I looked very closely, I found something that is salient. the man was missing when it mattered the most. The man was not there. And then I realized the problem in society in many homes is because the father is not around. The father is missing in the home. The father is not there. That's when Satan can come. when Satan can come. And I, it just occurred to me that the decadence in society is really not because of a woman. It's the fact that the protector was not there. The one that had the commandment, the one that had the instruction, the nurturer, the keeper was not there. The one to protect was not there. Have you ever had children say things like when I tell my father say, I will go home and tell my daddy. They have that confidence that the moment they get this to their father he's a protector and he's a keeper. He's a nurturer. My son believes I can do anything. He just believes it that I can do anything. When I'm not home and they're trying to get something sorted, he'll tell them, when daddy comes, don't worry. He, he came to me one day and said, daddy, you're just a fixer. You can fix anything. I said, yeah. He needs to get that picture. And he waits. The moment I pick him from school, the next thing he gets into the car. Daddy, there's a boy in my class. He begins to tell me. Because he knows his father is there. Once his dad shows up, woo, 
everything is sorted. So I found out that when Satan came to tempt Eve, where was the man? Where was the protector? Where was the one that got the command, the instruction to provide, to protect, to nurture, to keep? Where was the fighter? Where was the one that would stand guard? He wasn't there. He was missing. So when people turn out the way they turn, find out the father is missing. There is no father figure. When you see some pastors misbehave on social media, you say this one obviously does not have a father. Because that's the missing key. The father is not there. That's not the man that God created. So what happened along the line? What happened? And then you find generation after generation. What has happened to me and my father? I now begin to take it into my children's generation. So because my father was not there for me. It has affected me so much. That I'm not, I'm not there for my children as well. Unconsciously. I think I'm there but I'm not there one of the things I love so much going back home is from the gate my daughter she's screaming daddy daddy you could see the excitement in her face God forbid I break that bond and that trust God forbid. And then I get in the house. Daddy's home. Daddy's home. All of a sudden, everything can work. Not because I know everything, but that's the man that God created. That you have within you to solve the problems. The reason your wife will come to you, the reason your kids will come to you and tell you all their problems, it's not because you can solve it. But because there is a DNA inside of you that is calling for protection. There's a DNA inside of you that is yearning to provide, to nurture, to keep, no matter the circumstance. It's a natural instinct. Natural. I'll tell you a funny story. I was in a relationship with a lady many years ago just fresh out of high school first ever relationship I had it was noises against me disclaimer there is put disclaimer on this copyright if you use it will sue you. So I was in this relationship. Now you want a video. So I was in this relationship. And then a cool, calm, gentle guy. I don't like to fight. I don't like issues. So myself and my girl walking down the road and then talking and just in and then all of a sudden she got into an altercation with someone 
just salungi keja. And the whole place, everybody was like, and I turned back and I looked, she was squaring and fighting with everybody. Mokale. If you don't know what that is, ask Google. I took a walk. She was all everything. No way you can do that. And I was like, I don't like public humiliation. <laughs> she never forgot. You know what I did? I went back home and I told her brother. The brother went there, bottles blazing everything. Scattered the place. How dare you touch my sister? I learned a very important lesson that day. She was looking for, oh, if I make trouble here, my man. But this man doesn't like fights. This is a true life story. I took a walk. I just saw her and it wasn't her fault. I think someone tried to, I didn't know the true story of what happened, but maybe someone tried to touch her or something and she got really angry and everything and, you know, raised up the whole, you know when you're passing by crowded places and people touch, touch, touch everybody, you know, and it was just all messy. And then by the time I told her brother, the guy got out, bottles blazing, everything got there. Who is that? Who is who? Who? My sister, how dare you? I realized that, wow, you're about to say, that's a man. Yes, it's part of what makes us a man. Protector. Your children want to know that you've got their back. Your spouse wants to know that you've got their back. Your girlfriend wants to know that you've got her back. That doesn't mean she should go making trouble everywhere. Yeah, preach it. But that's the thing that makes us who we are. We may not have the solution, but that's it's in us, it's in our DNA. Of all the people that struggle the most, check statistics. Men struggle the most. But they don't talk about it. The pain they go through, they don't talk about it. How many men have stayed in their homes and just shut the door and then they're crying. And the children walks in and they just clean up their, their eyes. Don't know what's going on. And then they come in. They say, Daddy, you know, they asked us to bring this at school today and you are just frozen not knowing how to solve that problem. But yet you keep it within you. Not knowing. Not knowing. So that man that God created is a nurturer, a protector, a provider. But in the process to nurture, to protect, to provide, there's a burden that comes upon the man to do so. interview some fathers who have left you'll find out they couldn't face the challenge they couldn't face the responsibility to live up to that and then someone says my father left me when I was two when I was three I will never forgive him listen when you realize the burden on that man no matter how small how many of you gone to your father and say dad Thank you. 
You did your best. But thank you. I didn't get everything. But whatever you gave me was all you could give. And I just want to thank you. Because that responsibility is a strong one. I've never seen a generation like this generation interview a lot of young men. When I was in the headquarter church, someone walked up to me and said, a lady said, Pastor, why are the men not asking us out? In church. And I was, that question puzzled me. I said, why are the men in church not asking us out? What's wrong? And then, I didn't have an answer for her. So I went to do my research. I got a few guys together. Why are you not asking the ladies out? What's going on? Why are you not asking them out? First they say, Pastor, leave that in, leave that in. And then when I began to squeeze them, I found out that the burden they couldn't bear. The fear of taking that responsibility they couldn't bear was too much. Why? Because of all that they've been seeing in society. Will I be able to nurture? Will I be able to provide? Will I be able to protect? What if something goes wrong? How will I handle it? So because of that, they can't take that step. They can't take that position. They can't embrace that responsibility. Yet it's within their DNA. It's within them to do that. I told someone, my friend and I were discussing. My close friend. I said, ah, all right. If we didn't get married the time we got married, we're not going to marry again. Oh. He said, not true, not true, not true. He said, man. Why did, why did we come to that conclusion? Because a lot of things were messed up. The responsibility of a father, the responsibility of being a protector, a nurturer, a keeper, it's so high and it's getting higher by the day. It's getting higher. So a lot of men are shying away from that responsibility. And that leads me to my second point in the first called love, selflessness selflessness the man that God created was designed to be selfless beyond yourself selflessness by the time I look at my life and then look at all the things that I want to do achieve and become it's because I need to nurture protect and shield another I need to be a provider for another. And when we talk of provision, a lot of people think that, oh, I need to, I need to give her um, a, a first class ticket anytime she's, she's traveling. I need to. No, that's not all that there is to providing. 
My pastor said to his wife, he said, Pastor Noel said to his wife, he said, I'll be careful. That's what he calls her. I may not be able to give you everything right now. When they got married, they just celebrated their 20 years anniversary. He said, but I promise you, I'll take you around the world. It was a promise he had to keep. Not because he could, but because the burden was on him to nurture, protect, and to provide. And on their 10th year anniversary, he gave her 10 different gifts. And one of the 10th gifts was to take her to South Africa for honeymoon. Relieve their honeymoon. Today, they relocated to Kenya doing ministry. There are many needs of a man. Many needs of a man. People argue, arguably say that one of the greatest, one of the greatest needs of a man is sex. Well, yes. But the reason is because he's a seed carrier. He carries seed. Progenitor. He carries seed. He's a seed carrier. Have you, have you thought about it? Whenever you tell, tell a man, oh, you did well, his ego is lifted. Oh, you did well. He, his ego is lifted. And he wants to do more. But if all you communicate to your man is all his flaws, all his errors, your mate are taking their wife to Dubai. Nothing bruises a man more than that. Common pleasure pack, you cannot take us. If all the communication that comes from you to your man is how he falls short all the time, say, Look at you. When their, your mates are coming home, they used to buy something for their wife. If all the communication that comes from you is how he falls short, you're bruising his ego. Don't expect him to excel. He doesn't flourish in criticism. He flourishes in praise. Why? That's how God is. When you praise him, he's magnified. That's who God is. When you praise, I, 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 there's, there's a couple um, uh, in our headquarters church. The wife, whenever she, she, she calls her husband, um, 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 Adorimi, she praises him like she's worshiping a deity. Not because he's giving her all the lovely things. No. But she recognizes that this is my crown and my king. There's something it does. It wakes up the man in the man and gives him the push to win in life. 
It wakes him up. I've been in the car several times with them and then they're driving and then one, the moment one hand, a, a hand just moves like this, bomb on his head. Touching the head. Touching the head. Touching the head. Oh, zazua lezua. <laughs> touching the head. Many times in church, she had, she had lost herself and they're sitting together the next thing. You know it's unconscious. This is my king. I celebrate him. It wakes up the man in him. It wakes up the king in him. And then he steps out knowing that today, come what may, I will win. Because I'm a protector. I'm a nurturer. It wakes him up. Why do you think that there are more single moms than there are single fathers? Because that burden, the fathers can't bear. The men can't bear, so they walk away. Say, oh, the man left his family. You don't understand the weight on him? You don't understand? Because that responsibility is there. The Bible says in Malachi 4.6 it says, and he will return the hearts of the fathers to the children and the hearts of the children to their father lest I come and strike the earth with a curse. Every time it appears that there's a manifestation of a curse a father figure is missing. And that's the same thing that happened in Eden. Adam was missing when Satan came to tempt Eve. So who do we blame? Eve or the man who was missing? So when you don't take up the responsibility, guess what? Something wrong will happen. Something will go wrong. something will go wrong. Something will go wrong. Jacob was a man that struggled. He struggled so much he didn't understand who he was. Is he Jacob? Or is he Israel? Is he Jacob? Or is he Israel? And he had that struggle to the time of his death. The Bible says that Jacob was tired and weary. He said, but Israel stood up with strength. The same person. One man struggling with two identities. And the scripture recognized that in him. See, a lot of men today are struggling with Jacob and Israel. Am I this one? Or am I the one that God created? The one that God has called me? Full of strength. Struggling with this. Or embracing who God has called me. The plan 
of God is that when every father and every man takes their position takes responsibility the home, the family is kept the children are kept the spouse is kept the family is together why? because there is a man standing to say I am the protector I am the nurturer I am the keeper I've counseled quite a number of people especially when I was at the headquarter church and one of the burden that became so clear is that sometimes the, the woman is expecting XYZ from the man and the man cannot supply and then you see the woman broken but I tell people whatever your man can supply take it let him supply because that one that he got it was through pain that he got it somebody else bought their wives a flower bouquet you went to pluck one at your backyard it's all okay it's still okay it's still okay because when you understand the burden that rests on being a man the burden that rests on being a father you will help the father and help the man be the man that God created him to be the one that nurtures the one that protects the one that provides and perhaps yours is a different case that oh your father was not really there for some obvious reason maybe died early or something or just wasn't there there is no way it's not going to affect you growing up. There's just no way. Because you miss out on that father figure. And somehow, such kind of people, they get into relationships and then they are, start, they are looking for their father in their fears. They are looking for their father in their brother. They are looking for their father in different people. Because they didn't have it growing up. But there is a good, good father. When Jesus would pray, he said, Our father, who art in heaven. Because even if my earthly father was not there, I have a father in heaven that is there. My ever-present help in times of need. My protector, my shield, my nurturer, my keeper. So that becomes the strength in which I will run my race. That becomes the strength. Society 
created this false illusion but I'm trusting God that the kind of men the kind of people we're raising in this generation would hearken and listen and follow the sound of the spirit irrespective and take responsibility and position in right in God to be the father figure for a dying generation because first of all if you don't see God as father like receiving the father's love you can't in return be selfless to other people you can't you can't be selfless you can't be selfless just a few minutes I spent with my mentor just unburden some things because it has a way of bringing you some closure and just helping you out of things helping you out of things helping you out of things glory to God I think I just want to stop here today so much in my heart to say but I want us to come to the understanding and clarity that any male figure in your life that plays a fathery role is tasked with a responsibility first to God to live up to the essence why God created them male to live up to that responsibility and it's a huge, huge task. Huge, huge task. And it's not an excuse for some people to say, oh, pastor said it, let me lounge. No. It's not an excuse. It's a challenge telling you that God has put in you what it takes to win, to hold your family, to hold your home, to hold the people around you, God has put it in you. And that whatever the challenge is, you have the ability to win. The solution is in you. It's in you. Stand to your feet. From the result of the absence of a father figure in my life, you as a good father supply you as a good father supply because there's a role 
the father must play either your biological father or a father figure in your life there's a role there's a role there's a role so go ahead and say God whatever appears to be missing in my life whatever appears to be missing supply by your grace supply by your grace supply by your grace supply by your grace come on go ahead the preceding message was brought to you by Kingsword Ministries International for information about Kingsword Ministries visit us at kingsword.org for information and additional resources thank you for listening to this message and remember where the word of a king is there's power